What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote. Joining us on the panel tonight are... Dave Ramirez. Oh, Heather DePaz. <laughs> and Roger May. Producing, as always, is Matt Lubick in between his bouts of Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm going to do the news, then I'm going to go back to Spider-Man. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, man, there's some really... If this is the first time that uh, you are listening to the show, we are a review-slash-spoiler podcast. We typically review a Marvel book, a DC book, and some sort of an independent book each week, along with a graphic novel. We will play some trivia to give you, the listener, an opportunity to win some of the there's stuff that we're reading each week. What? There's a cricket in There's here. a wicked cricket going I'm gonna on. Bring, I'm going to bring my chicken, what do you do? and she will hunt it down and eat it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but before we get into all of the, the typical stuff that we do, Matt, do you have all of that news um, pulled up? I would play Johnny's that on whole thing on my phone, but I'm so. watching the car chase, Whoa. so I can't do that. It's okay. Oh, that's right. Johnny is. That's right, Dave. You're not Johnny. Yeah, yeah I know. Dave's not Johnny. But it's okay. We, yeah, have I don't, Dave, I, we have Dave filling in for Johnny. Johnny's yeah. got a couple weeks off. I think next week Johnny's going to be played sh- by Kayla. Hey. I should have been prepared. I'm sorry, yeah, John. You That's just okay. Said you were Johnny <laughs> come in and be like, "Hi guys." I know, right? Like Johnny Morales. <laughs> right, Johnny Morales. Hello, guys. I'm, my name is uh, Johnny Morales. I don't know Morales. why Johnny sounds like Mickey. But he's I know, right? <laughs> 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 oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That just that, I don't know why that went so dark about Braid right now. Like, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh what? Christian sent me a picture to show you. Of what? Yeah. It's an Optimus Prime costume. I'm not. Is it a costume? All right. Uh, news. Okay. Um, I got three pieces. First piece is Marvel Superior Spider-Man Returns in December 2018. That's right. Uh, nice. Christos Gage and Mike Hawthorne announce a new number one that's going to take place after Spider-Geddon. And that's going to be post-Superior uh, Octopus. Octopus, whatever that series was. So yeah, it's, this thing. Uh, as far as I know, it's because he. What is what is he right now? He's do, he's Doctor Octopus he's again, right? Doctor Octopus, but he's, he's in a younger body. Peter, he's body. Hydra. Okay, Spider. Yeah. So Puss. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go back to proving to Peter that he's the superior Spider-Man yeah. and being a hero. But yep. it's Doc Ock, like his his version of what being a better hero is. So those of you that are all fans of like the Superior Spider-Man, you're gonna get it? more. Well, which Crystal was a Gage good win. run, man. He co yeah, but it's not Dan Slott. Dan Slott. I know, but well, it, it, Crystal Gage co-wrote a lot of Dan Slott stuff. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of it. I don't know. I just, I, I kind of rolled my eyes. We'll see. We'll it, see. It, it could very well be good. Um, next piece of news I got uh, is there's a new Superman book that is spinning out of the Walmart special edition 12-part story arc. Which is going to be written by Tom King and Andy Kubert. Yep. For a minute there, no. I thought Walmart was writing it. Nope. Right. I'm spinning out of that story. <laughs> I might actually yeah. pick that up. Yeah. Well, it is Tom King. And it's Andy Kubert. Yeah. yeah. He could only do one thing wrong right now. <laughs> and that was Who, it. Tom King? Yeah. What you mean Batman 54? I didn't. Oh, no, I'll stay in Batman 50, but all right. <laughs> was 54 oh, wow, real bad? I'm not upset about it, huh? I really didn't bad? like it. I'm still upset with it's it. It's not. It's not over, bro. What is you doing? No, you can't. You can't give me. It's halfway 54? through, kind of thing. Fifty-four. You didn't like fifty-four? No. Fifty-four Dang. was good. I loved it. Okay. I'm, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah. In a minute. Anyways, yeah. but yeah, so that's a new series coming probably this fall, this winter, somewhere around there. Uh, last and third piece of news I got is Donny Cates and artist Jeff Shaw are relaunching the Guardians of the Galaxy series coming. Nice. Out uh, spinning out of uh, the. It's a Thanos. Then why do we have as Guardians of the Galaxy tonight? That's an Infinity Wars tie-in thing. 
This is coming January 19. Um, spinning. Everyone you know and love from Guardians Marvel Cosmic is on the teaser. So oh, it's a tie-in. Right. Infinity War cool. tie-in. Yeah. So that means it's only going to be like five issues. But this is Donny Cates. He's yeah, but yeah. once again, I'm worried that they're putting everything on that dude's plate. He's How many titles does he write? Four. Four. At Marvel. Five? Yeah, at Marvel. <laughs> and he writes like I think three still, of his own. Has, sorry, yeah, he's the only two. guy. He's probably a robot. Yeah, yeah, him, Matthew Rosenberg and Donny Cates are the two like top sellers right Killing now. Killing it right now with all their stories. They must have lots Who's of the that they need to pay. Matthew Rosenberg? Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's good too. He's killing They're, it right now. Yeah. yeah. No, I will say Donny Cates is a good pick. Yeah. I That makes me want to pull yeah, it just because of his name. I don't want them to break Donny Cates. They might. They break they everybody. Well, right as of right now, he's Mar- still doing good. I mean, look, Marvel I, is the I bane of the, mo- of the like comic Jeff book industry. That can just output, 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 Dude, output, and maybe Donny Cates is one of those guys. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Donny Cates is one of those guys where he can just sit at a computer and type for sixteen hours a day and crank out, you know, well, seven and have, books and have novel concepts. Yeah, you and know? Yeah. not be burnt like, out. Yeah, I feel like there's people. I mean, you got Lemire that I feel like he's got a lot of books under his belt. There's and like seven books good. a month. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I will say maybe wow. of the seven, there's probably like one that's eh right now, but. They're still really good reads. Even his but, A is okay. But fortunately, with Jeff Lemire, like with in the case of Royal City, where he's drawing and writing, that's even that was crazy. 16 issues, I think, and it's done now. It's like three trades. Yeah. Okay, so now he only has six books. Somewhere. Yeah, well, right. no, that means well, he's no, going to write but, something yeah. else. Right, well, remember, uh, which movie is it Black Science or Descender that has a sequel coming out? That's Descender. Ascender, Ascender. yeah. Ascender. So Ascender that's, Ascender that's where it is. Ending, yeah. though. One's ending, yeah. one's starting. Yeah, well, yeah. it's going to be the same. Yeah, the same book team. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, people, yeah, I just There's with hope. these guys, I just don't when they're when they're producing quality work, I don't want them to get burnt out. Even Bendis, that's my that's my prime four, example. Four creator owned books and two Superman books. But you notice how now all of those creator owned books are all miniseries instead of ongoing titles. That's probably why. Well, and I'm pretty sure if you added up all of Bendis's sales numbers for Superman action. Uh, cover Pearl, United States of and Murder, Scarlet, Scarlet, and United States. Powers. If you added up the sales of all those, I'm not sure it would touch uh, the previous Superman book. Probably not. That book was maybe uh, probably not. Uh, the one with uh, Tomasi. Tomasi. Yeah. God, I missed that already. No one's going to beat them. Yeah. They, they not for like a while. The definitive. Not for a while. For right now. It's because I had. Right, was that all the note? That's all I had. I only had about an hour to look stuff kay. up. So. All right. Well, yeah. just as a fun. Did fun you talk mention. about? Uh, sorry, I was zoning out. Did hard. you talk about the Captain Marvel drop? screenshots? The pics. Yeah, Those from the inter- comic book news. But that's still. <laughs> comic talk about it. Talk about it. Go ahead. It's I mean, Captain like, Marvel. Yeah, and. Those are, what were those? Are scrolls? Scrolls. Yeah. Scrolls. Scrolls. I, Seriously. I guess they were getting some hate online, but I love it, dude. They, they look, look comic fine. accurate. They look, I'm, I'm so stoked you know, for this movie. I just want to see I always I say wait till the movie back. comes out. I mean, even <laughs> after me and uh, uh, Matt were talking about it, I just said my beef is that it's in the past. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a prequel. I saw so, the pictures of uh, Nick Fury, and I was like, well, he I think that's, how did they do that? I think that's <laughs> for a reason. A, right. I think that's to. Yeah. So it's going to gonna shake be good. things up. Yeah, so it's still going to be good. If it's a they Marvel don't movie. soundtrack that movie with 90s hits, I'm going to be really She's wearing sexy. a 90s, She's wearing snail, a 90s shirt? snail shirt. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. God. They, they I, I, this could be one of my favorites then, just, <laughs> yeah. just they, because they, I grew up in the 90s. Right there, and that was, yeah. 90s, sci-fi, yep. Superman-type character? Come on. Could, yeah. uh, hey. <laughs> 
as long I, as they do the soundtrack like as long as they right. do the soundtrack don't yeah. put no like new yeah. songs on it from yeah. now it's like no don't do that it's, it's gotta cool. be all it's gonna be artists. artists it's, no yeah. it's gonna be modern artists Morissette. Justin Bieber Justin Timberlake singing no. 90s covers that's what bye 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 why, <laughs> why do you gotta hurt me Dave because that's what they do a little Look. ace of bass no they're not the Guardians <laughs> yeah. don't do that they, they yeah. have the old like 80s yes, but every single movie nowadays is just like hey you know that Beatles song let's cover it yep I'm done with that too yeah you know what else did that annoying Suicide Squad Oh. All right, John. No, they actually used the real. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Queen? never mind. I retract yeah. my statement. Yeah. Yeah, Justice League had a uh, cover <laughs> of Let It Be, but it was actually by a good musician. Not and that was be. a really uh, Come Together. No, I thought come the good yeah. song was Panic of the Disco. I don't think it was. That singer. Come Together? No, uh, the Queen song. Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody? Rhapsody? Oh, I thought it was the singer from him. Panic of the Disco. Was it? I don't Brandon? know. I was thinking of the, the actual. Yeah, Brandon. yeah Queen? Yeah. No, that was not. I wasn't paying attention. That was not Freddie Mercury's voice, man. Okay. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. You got one more piece of news? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for just not really comic book, kind of in the just the realm of pop for culture, nerds. entertainment, nerd, <laughs> nerdiness. Uh, Henry Cavill was cast as, is it Geralt or Gerald? I think it's Geralt. It's Geralt. Of Rivia. Geralt. Of Rivia. Yeah. Geralt of Rivia. Yeah. That's dope. In uh, the Netflix Witcher series. Which is based off the book. Which is based, well, the book. The games are based off the books too. Right. They just but they have to make them the games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I really like Henry. There's a franchise. I loved him ever yeah. since he was yeah. in the Tudors on Showtime. Yeah. I Which I think he great. likes doing medieval type yeah. pieces yeah. because I think that's one of the reasons he wanted to play a fantasy type. Because he doesn't really have yeah. to change his accent. Yeah. yeah. To yeah. do because like he's <laughs> European. Yeah. Yeah. Super British. Or he can um, make it his own. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be cool. Netflix stuff like that is going to be done right. So and he's a fan of that series, and that's he, always that's always yeah. good when they're a fan of it. Yeah, like with Ryan Reynolds with Deadpool, he's a huge <laughs> fan. So, so I think it'll be cool. Anyway, sweet. Was that um, it? I have a question from Aaron in the email. But that I have a question from What's Aaron, up, Aaron in my text. So go ahead. Okay, this is kind of throwing shade at you, Jonathan. So is it the prepared. same crap that he sent me via text? Yeah, it might be. I was getting a little <laughs> bit of snark <laughs> off this also. Yeah. So go I don't ahead, like. Ahead, I'm not sure ahead. I like your tone, Aaron. You want, you want me to read it since I'm objective? Yeah, go ahead. To this? Okay. Go ahead. Watch out. He's a gun. It says <laughs> from Aaron Candelaria. Jonathan, I'm really happy to hear that you have more time to yourself instead of being a slave to the man. I haven't told you yet, but I'm very proud of your recent achievement with the police academy. Now, with all your extra time, it's really great to hear hear you say you've been catching up on all your past shows or even starting new ones. It's it makes me really excited to know that how far you've gotten with the Evil Dead season I loaned you months and months ago. <laughs> I bet you're almost done with it. Jerk, because I know you haven't even started it yet. Aaron. Oh. I, I don't know what, what <laughs> stuff he's talking about that I've caught up on. Oh, Apparently he let you borrow the Evil Dead. And you I know. I, I, it. I, but here's, 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 <laughs> I the, uh, here's the asterisk to that. I told him I'm probably not going to watch this for months on end. There you go. Because you're loading this to me at a point in my life where I'm not watching anything. Yeah, so you're still so. in the months section of oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know? I haven't even started it. I told him as much. I was yeah. just like, yeah, it's I haven't like, watched you it. You hear that, Aaron? You got plural there. So it could be two months. <laughs> you it could still be have it. You didn't I lose it. it. It's in good condition. Yep. It's sitting on my shelf. Are you in year? It's safe. Collecting dust. Are you in the year part yet? 12 months? <laughs> no. Okay. It was before before I started the academy. Oh, okay. Just, so as I was, just as I was starting the academy. Oh, you're still fine. It was, it was yeah. one of the last times I hung out with him. He has no reason to complain just yet. Yeah, you're not even at the year part yet. You're fine. So, well, I got a separate text from Aaron where uh, he was giving me some, some shade, as uh, Matthew was saying. He says, uh, for the record, Senor Rivas was the only one who understood my question, 
But then you all shut him down, which I don't think I shut him down. I just think I just didn't understand. Uh, so he says, so allow me to clarify. I want to know if you would be willing to obtain listener live listener answers from the live listener questions from your live audience to win the book or books. That way it would really make uh, it exciting and engaging for the live audience. So have them get a chance, kind of like first dibs on the comics, or they can get it. Are you watching, Aaron? I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure I understand. What? Uh, do you mean for people here? No. I think that's what he means. But no, you mean I'm for the people that are here, and you're not here. Trees, do you know the answer? <laughs> hey, if that's the case, I'll bring my kid back real quick. And <laughs> right. right. I'll just throw a yeah, I don't know. voice out there. That's not a bad idea. That's dope. I mean, because it, it also encourages people to show up. Be like, hey, let's kick it. Well, no, not just here, but like also on the Twitch feed. Oh, a Twitch feed. So Does he mean the Twitch feed, though? Because what I read it is that he means being Live here, here, actually being here. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. the Twitch but feed, but being here. We could do a Twitch feed also, here. like yeah. a special thing. Like, we could just yeah. get crazy with it. Right. So, uh, you know what, Aaron? I think that's actually it's a good idea, and it can spark different ideas, like different things, not just the comic books, but like today we have a poster or a thingamabob. I don't know. Yeah. So, could 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 definitely work out, but um, I don't like the judgmental tone. <laughs> yeah. We, we could definitely get you a lot of yeah. Super check your tone at the door. To away. I uh, I also don't like this this whole snarky attitude saying live audience and you're not even a part of the live audience. Has nor, he has he ever nor come have you been a part oh. of the live audience since we've started? So um, yeah, Gauntlet Throne. The whole. With us uh, you said, yeah. <laughs> gotta, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> that was so like, what, that was some Cajun in there, yeah. some Kentucky slap. Where where are you where are you at, Aaron? You should be here. All of a sudden, you just hear some tire oh, screeching. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls up real quick. <laughs> I made it. Anyway, uh, that was the only question. Yeah, I got. good idea. So, uh, we'll go ahead and move on uh, to our reviews. So, who wants to go first? Should I go first? Should I start with Batman? Um. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Uh, Batman 54 by Tom King and someone with the last name of Wagner. Kurt Wagner. Wagner. Wagner, yeah. Matt Wagner. Oh, close enough. (laughs) (laughs) Not not Kurt. Yeah, right? That would have been great. Uh, Pretty much this is is kind of going back. I'm assuming this is a standalone issue. Um, Kind of a uh, a reprieve from all the different story arcs that... uh, Tom King's been kind of shooting out. Um, no, I kind of felt it went with the whole the whole wedding stuff. Like, well, kind of, but it's not really linked to that. It's not a tie-in. It's not anything specific to it. It's just it's it's a reprieve from it, all of that. Yeah, it was intentionally a standalone. Right. It's time. in continuity. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, but it's it's not anything. Here's the thing: it's not super pivotal. I think to his run, I don't think. Uh, like Roger said, he's kind of buying time probably for another artist to, to finish up on whatever story arc they're doing. Right. Um, it's basically kind of going back and it's jumping between uh, the present after the whole wedding fiasco of Batman and Catwoman and back in time to when Bruce first took Dick Grayson in. <laughs> and um, it's just kind of showing the, the dichotomy of their relationship then and now. Back then, Dick was a little bit of a punk, didn't really want to, wasn't very grateful for Bruce taking him in and, and trying to help him out. 
and Bruce being patient and kind of almost this loving father, father figure. Yeah. I and loved then, that. And then flipping to Batman being all grumpy and mopey after, you know, being ditched at the altar and Dick being the kind, loving, um, uh, not I, father figure, but you know, I can't even say friend. Son. Yeah, it's a yeah. friend. Yeah, That's like friend trying yeah. to trying to raise Bruce's spirits. So um, interesting issue. Wasn't anything. There's a lot of cheese in this. Oh yeah. In terms of like the more of like the '60s kind of campy villains that they come across, but I think uh, that was intentional. I think that was kind of a love letter by King to some of the older stuff. Yeah, yeah that right. was that was intentional to kind of like well, especially the whole. Yeah, with the pow and the bang and the squish yeah. sound effects and all that. That was, was intentional, but yeah. that was just to kind of make jokes of those kind of heroes that they had. <laughs> or I, I mean, villains they had. I enjoyed it. I think one of my beasts with it is just because of, and I don't want to stay on issue 50 too long. It's just because of the whole issue 50 thing. For me, it's, this is one of the, my questions from last week. Like I mentioned, it's like, you know, events and certain things that happen in comics have kind of given me a bad taste in my mouth. That was one of them. So when I read this, I'm like, can we just get off and gone on with it? Like, just just move on already. But I, I, I totally agree. I think if if they had if they had get, gone down the road where they allowed Bruce and Selena to get married, you would have much better storytelling oh, than that. Most definitely. And same with because Joel I Jones found I run. found this book pointless. It was. I, I don't even know if I want to say it was fine. I I didn't care for it. I will say it's not bad. It because was whatever. It's one of those issues because I remember there was a. I want to say Christopher Priest did a Justice League where like what if Batman broke himself or something like that because he was he was work deprived or sleep deprived. This is kind of one of those moments where it's like he's working himself to death right now. He's just doing B list heroes, C list heroes, and even Dick saying like, "Yeah, why are you going after like quilt color, c- color quilt or whatever cap, uh, Captain right, Condiment right. Yeah. that kind of stuff?" And then there's an issue. There's a panel right there where it shows like Batman. I don't know if he was tearing up or if he was laughing. But he like broke down for a second. I think he's it was just like, like a mixer of both. Yeah, he broke down for a second, then he apologized, and Dick's even saying like, "No, nah, it's okay, man. Like, I mean, you can break down with me. It's cool. I like that. I like the human character yeah. of Batman because they always make Batman brooding. It's like oh, I'm just bitter. I'm old. Yeah, I like this. It mm, showed know? Batman at like a vulnerable state. Exactly. And I Dick being there, like, you know, you can do that in front of me. It's okay. You right. don't always have to be the the tough, which the is tough al- guy. But this is the thing for me. It's weird that it's with Dick because that's his son not a friend and it's also one of those things where it's like yeah man let me go ahead and pull your bachelor party like well, dick's not his son it's it's his son like, it, he raised him like a son like well yeah he's know? a son he's his yeah son. it's the same thing as if, if it was with damien that would have been even worse you know it should have been someone like yeah. superman or, or i don't really like think that, superman oh i understand what you're saying yeah, yeah. I, I don't and really think superman it, it's it's a weird kind of relationship there but it was still good yeah Bad i woman. just want i just okay. i personally just wanted to Let's just get done with this wedding fiasco that they did and move on. You call it a fiasco, but I don't think that's over. I think they're no, going to keep man. going back to that. I think that's, they need to that's stop because it was bad. What if they're secretly if, if they married? Really, I, I don't think that was like, it either. This I think is all just yeah, like it's, not, no. it's, it's the fact that they didn't have the balls to pull off a wedding. And I'm like, no, you should have changed it because you can't tell me, oh, we got 50 more issues. No, you messed up. No, but no, I what think if he honestly does have 50 and it's more a ploy. issues. Like well, Tom King said, he has a basically a hundred issue plan for his Batman. Right, run. but it can't be like it's all with Bat and Cat. Like no, like you you ended that story. Start your next. No, but set. he started sowing seeds of that whole wedding thing back in like Batman fourteen. Right. 
So, like, what makes you think that he doesn't have more plans with Selena down the line? It can't be related to that, though. And, th- and this is the thing where I'm, I'm saying this is one of those moments. Bro, that's like, why they pay him the big bucks right now. It can't. The, only, the right. only way I'm going to be happy with that if if you find out that they freaking elope. Yeah. Like 20 <laughs> issues down the saying, road. Like, right. And they marry them. And then right. you tell those stories that you can't tell any other way. Exactly. I don't care if they go through this whole, you know, 50-issue emotional roller coaster between Bruce and Selena to you know and they they you know find out in the end that you know what it was good that we didn't get married no yeah I it's a cop out I, exactly I, Tom King's a great writer I trust that that he would he would be able to pull that off it's not the stories I want exactly <laughs> and that's my and it's the same thing and so me, I'm man. just gonna like, I'm gonna be very fi- juvenile 51 to 53 were great stories where he was questioning his actions he was angry beat the crap out of uh, Mr. Freeze Mr. Freeze but it was good it was anger great now you're giving me 54 where it's still the same stuff I'm done give me bring, bring me something else get me out of that already you know distract me in another way you know yeah. make Batman good again make Batman great let's let's write this it's a two even with my complaining, it's a two. Heather? I'm going to say it's a four because I really like the dynamic between Dick and That's Bruce. What made it I, I love that. And I still, think, I still think Catwoman and Bat are married. And it's a ploy because that whole, you know, where her friend was like, but, we broke them. Yeah. But they haven't went back to that. But, but so I think it's a ploy that draw that out. That's a poor, poor action. Nah. Poor move. Bad, bad move. I do um, two and a half. I think, you know, I I wasn't as much of, of a fan of Matt Wagner's art on this book. Um, it, it was it was okay, and that's kind of how I felt about the story. Um, it wasn't bad, but I, I, it's not a story I want to read. John? I'll, I'll give it a three and a half. Um, you could obviously tell it's a filler issue. Oh, yeah. Um, didn't dislike bleach. it. Wasn't wasn't as good as some of the previous stuff that he's been doing. So, um, yeah, three and a half. Not not amazing. Not bad. So, but time will tell where it's gonna go. I think I so still think almost bad. <laughs> I think I think there's gonna be some other really good stories coming from him later. I mean, especially with him doing Heroes in Crisis coming out. Oh, I agree. Um, so yeah, I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying, just be done with this wedding, moping shit, oh stuff. This was like the first time they've mentioned the wedding in like the last four issues, though. Well, would you get over yeah. it if like the love of your life, you, everything building up, and then just like that, would you get over it so fast? Would you just be like the next day? Oh, it's fine. She left me. We're good. No, but the thing is, is that it was a bad move. It was a bad comic book move. It was a cliche comic book move, like, left me on the altar. Really? Well, true. But, like, you're saying just get over it, move on. Well, would you? No, I wouldn't get over it, but still. It's one of those things where you... Well, Bruce does. (laughs) Bruce does just get over it. True. By punching a lot of bad guys. Right. In the face. Condiment man. Yeah. Punching so. condiment man in the face. I love the quilt of colors guy. Or what is the name? Color quilt? The something color, like that. Yeah, the something quilt like of colors that. or something. Yeah. yeah. I just love the whole, like, do you like sew? Because, like, if you're going to poke me, I want to know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. 
All right. All right. Next up. <laughs> Who wants to uh, – who's pitching this? Bully Wars that I'm still trying to um, get through? Yeah, that's me. Okay. Okay. So, um, I don't remember any of these characters' names. But, anyway, first day of school, you got the little nerd clan getting ready to, to head out to school. Bully shows up. Um, exacts, you know, I don't know what bullies do on the nerds. Get to school, find out it's the first day of high school, so they're going into a new environment. Bully finds out that there is a bigger bully in the high school and that if he wants to be top bully, he's going to have to win the bully wars. And that's all I got. Written by Scotty Young. Written written by Scotty Young. um, Art by who? Conley? Uh, Aaron Conley. Yeah. I, okay, I, I, the art fits this book very well. Yep. It's um, very it's Scotty perfect. Young. Yeah. Without being uh, Scotty without Young. Without being Scotty Young. It reminds me of like the 70s wacky packages art. It, oh, you guys are not like even the garbage close to old enough. No, I remember wacky packages. I had all those stickers. Yeah. Um, but I not nah, this wasn't one of my books either. I I didn't I I thought the art the art fit the story perfectly. Um you can tell it's a Scotty Young story. Right. Um I I I just don't want to read this book. <laughs> yeah. See for me it was like I felt like I saw everything coming. And it was one of those like, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen. I never read a Scotty Young book to completion in order to be like, oh, maybe he'll have a different ending than what I'm thinking. But the way things are going, I'm like, oh, okay, we'll see. It did remind me of a show back in my days called Recess. I love okay. Recess. And I don't know why. It just reminds me of that, which is a great sh- like, like Like the demented version of Recess. Yeah, but it still it kind of reminded me that like the kids just acting fool. There's like the bully in the school kind of thing. Um, but... Dude, the character's name is Rufus Roughhouse. Right. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, and they live the in, like, Rottenville or Rottenville something. Rottenville High. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's one of those, like, all right, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I liked it. It's not, it wasn't that funny. I was hoping for a Scotty Young book it would be funny, but it wasn't. At least my kind of humor. No, and you got the little Ren and Stimpy sidekick just going, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, it's a lot of cliche stuff going on here. Like yeah, but all bullies, yeah. all bullies have have that those sidekicks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't like it because I don't like bullies. Like, and I, I was a bully in in elementary. And you stuff. were a bully. I was a bully. Shame. I I was a bully. I I and rode a different school bus self-losing, self-losing. to follow some other kid home so I could beat him up in his front yard. Shame. All right. Poor so shame. I'm not proud of being a bully, but I was a bully. I didn't really pick on like. The nerds and the weak kids. I went for the bigger kids and the other bullies, but I was a bully. But I, di- I didn't like it because I felt this like kind of glorified bullies and stuff. And like, you got the, n- yeah. It's like no, I, I don't. I don't like that because I'm really against bullies. Like no, so I didn't really like it. I'm I in the middle of reading it, so I'll let you know here in just a yeah. second. Okay, <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I assume he feel you know that this story came out of the 
um, social awareness around bullying these days, cyberbullying and bullying in general. Um, I but there's but they'll t- they pretty much you know say right out you know the bully wars is like a Hunger Games style. Uh, challenge you right, know, like to a, be the top bully in the school right and but this kid the, the kid that he's been picking on all throughout elementary school tells him that you know at, at the end spoilers no surprise you get to the end and you find out that this nerd kid wants to help him win win the bully wars right and that's where i'm yeah, I but get i'm the like feeling. why no yeah. why would you do that you, why, it's kind of like you wouldn't help like, your enemy yeah. Well, that's where I was like, okay, enemy of my enemy is my friend. If I let you win, you'll stop bullying me. Or it's one of those things where I'm like, are you going with that thing where it's like even bullies and and nerd victims can become friends? You know, not yeah. really. I mean, I'm I'll tell like, you right now, you can't trust a bully coming right. from a bully. You you can't trust us. <laughs> yeah, I again, not not a story I want to read. Right, I, I just don't. Uh, you know. Most of Scotty Young stuff, I I find, you know, well, pretty from, entertaining. From the one Scotty Young book that I'm picking up is Deadpool, and I have to say that's pretty good. I was actually surprised that his own wasn't that good. So, um, this is interesting. I just kind of, I, I mean, I went through it really quick. Um, I would read a trade on this. I okay. would give it the trade. I don't know if I'd follow it monthly, but I would definitely... I'm interested in reading the whole first story arc to see what he does. Um, Or if it's just a miniseries, you know, reading it in trade. Yeah. Um, Because I think... I think there's other stuff going on beyond... Especially with this kid, the the first kid that gets bullied, why he wants to help out. Right. Um, Because you don't just do that for no reason. He wants to be top bully. Maybe he wants to be top bully, and he's thinking, like, I can use this guy. You know, there's some angles that they could take through this whole thing. And um, I don't think it's necessarily glorifying bullying. I think it's just a silly, stupid story that Scotty Young Yeah, I don't think it glorifies to, it either. Tell. But I think it, Because it does kind of make all these bullies look bad, really bad. Yeah. They're not likable people. Well, because, no. you know, bullies are always hurt. They're victims of themselves. So... Wow, very therapist there, Dave. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's true, true, though. That's yeah. very much I did just um, get off of work, so I'm still on therapist mode. Nice. Um, so I don't know. I, I would give this a full full story arc at least, see what it's about, see where he's going to take it. Rate it. Uh, I'll give it a three and a half. Ooh, mm. I'm, I'm more in the two range for me I have no I, I don't even know if I would read it in trade but mainly because and I, I don't want anybody to think that it's bad I think the art the art is perfect for the story the story is Scott Young's actually a good storyteller it's just much not like st- Batman I, not a book I want to read I just don't I don't care mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about whether there's a twist or what you know? It's just I. I but you did say that about I hate Fairyland before we reviewed I that know, too. And then I know, and then <laughs> we read the first graphic novel, and I was like, maybe Scotty Young's like your wow. remender. It could, it could be. Know. And I was. I the, think I have a lot of remenders. Yeah, where I was. I'm like, I'm like, dude, too. you 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 better you better make me fall in love on the first issue, right. otherwise swipe right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or is it swipe left? Or is it swipe left? I don't know. Swipe left. Yeah. I, I don't do that. So. 
But yeah, because um, I, I was in the same book with you on on I Hate Fairyland. I gave that two issues, and I yeah. was like, I can't do this. And then we ended up. And that got super funny. Yeah, there was some great stuff in that book. Yeah, right. so, so it might be just a slow pickup. Because I'm, I agree. I think it's a good book too, even though I didn't laugh. But it could have its potential. It could I have its moments. With, with Scotty Young, because and I don't mean this in an insulting way, but he's very bizarre. In his, in his ideas and his storytelling. He's a twisted dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. he dude, he grew up reading like all the Mad Magazines Mad Magazine. and a lot of that was his sense of humor. And that's mm-hmm. and that's That's very much this. Is, yeah. Yeah. So, um, if that's your kind of thing, if you like his other book, I Hate Fairyland, you're going to like this. You're going to like it. Yep. Um, well, it's right uh, in that same I, I like I Hate Fairyland and I hated this. Well, maybe you need to give it a full trade. Yeah. I mean, I would still give it a chance. Like I said, full trade would never hurts. Just to be like, oh, maybe it changed my mind. I'd give it a two and a half. I mean, it was, in my opinion, it was better than Batman. But. Heather, would you? Yeah. A 0.5. Wow. wow. Boom. Mic drop. <laughs> Is that That's the lotion? Really you go? brutal. No, you could go 0.1. That would be pretty low. But it I'm going 0.5. Yeah, we do have, so. Yeah. All right. As Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. So that's me. Uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy is written by Colin Bunn, and I assume the writer or the artist is Matteo Lully? Or is it Federico Lee? Or maybe it's both. Right. Well, when we figure that out, uh, basically it is, uh, man, I always forget her name. Angela from Heaven is recruiting her own version of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which are all as Guardians in some form, shape, and wonder. And the purpose is because a villain has picked up... I can't remember exactly what it was. Mateo Lolly. Mateo Lolly. I can't remember exactly what it was right now. I'm drawing a blank. It was still good, but I can't remember exactly what it was that she picked up. But basically, it's an Infinity Stone, Infinity War, whatever. Infinity... Tie-in. Tie-in. What, what is the Infinity event? Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars tie-in. Was it a hammer? A weapon? It was a... Because I don't remember what, what, what they got either. She needed yeah, to but she's that. basically just gathering heavy hitters from the Asgardian realm to make a team in order to help stop Nebula from basically destroying the world. While, while everything in Infinity Wars is happening, they're handling the, ga- the galaxy, which is cool. But at the same time, I will say, why? Because it is a tie-in. You know? That's basically all oh, I got to really say. Oh, this is the book that brought back a pointless character which one which one the very end oh yeah oh yeah that's the that was my issue that <laughs> was my like, issue oh with my the God, ending they like some people on the internet oh my God. yeah that was my issue with, with the ending I was like I know what came out <laughs> like again it's one of those moments where I read it and I saw it coming I'm like why oh yeah what, Loki? so yeah kid Loki kid Loki kid spoiler Loki. alert kid Loki, kid Loki shouldn't Loki. exist in current yeah. continuity so the team that they that okay uh Angela Baby brings Loki out exists? is Angela, um, Baby Loki. what's her name? Valkyrie. So um, Nebula. No, Nebula is a villain. It's you Angela Loki. Uh, Angela Frog. Nebula Val- Valkyrie. Frog Thor. Frog, Frog Thor. Oh my God, I do Frog. love that character. Frog Thor. Yeah, Frog. I call him Frog Thor. It's a. Uh, um, what is it? He's got a name. It's Throg. 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 Frog of Thunder. The Executioner. The Executioner and someone else. I can't remember who the other one is. I'm trying to look at the cover. Scourge. Scourge. Yeah. Scourge. Scourge is the executioner. I really, I You're trying really to think of the other guy. The other yeah. guy. The he, he's the only character that I think is kind of like, 
out of the loop. I think they pulled him in just from the movie. Right. It's like, hey, you know what? He was actually, he had a big part in the movie. Well, yeah, and because he was then they mentioned. Thunderstrike. Thunderstrike. That Thunderstrike. was the other Thunderstrike. Guy. Thunderstrike. Well, yeah, they pulled him from the movie because if you if you read it, it mentions the whole, um, that he they took out a bunch of, um, what you call it, with M16s. Yeah. From Earth. So they pulled that from the movie. Right. So it's basically so. picking up this uh, B-list team of heroes, and uh, heroes to fight a B-list villain, I guess, and in order to stop the universe from getting destroyed. I still enjoyed it, mainly because of Throg. Throg? Throg. 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 Or just call him Frog yeah. 4. Throg. No, I want to call him by his real <laughs> name, Throg, because Throg is a freaking hilarious character. I don't know why every time I see him, he makes me laugh. Well, it's like Peter Porker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's can't like help but love him. Exactly, and I love because when he comes in, he spider just comes in, he's just like ribbit, and he just destroyed everybody. You know, whatever a spider. But I will does. say that the ending was terrible, and we, it's yeah, with a character we don't need the to reveal, know. The reveal is inside the destroyer armor as kid Loki somehow. Would it been? Yeah. Would it have been better if it was baby Loki? It would have been better if it was someone else other than Loki. <laughs> Like, because I feel Loki. like Loki's in everything. Loki's the bad guy for everything right now. Loki he is like is the is a Joker. Loki's their go-to villain. villain. Yeah, and it's annoying right now. Like he is. That's because everybody loves Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Right. But it would have been great if it was someone else. I mean, even if it was like, shoot, I, the the was the the wisp the maker from uh, is it the maker of uh, uh, Reed Richards Reed from, Richards uh, from uh, the yes. Ultimate Universe. Whatever. Yes. If he's still around, that would have been great to bring him back because I'm like, where'd you? He's been he's out there somewhere. Well, I think they had to go but with like Asgardian to keep the theme. I, yeah, but he could have been the great, just like yeah, to I'm, keep the thing. I mean, the, the theme, theme. <laughs> would have been great if it was like, eh, I'm destroyer armor. That's close enough. Well, I I I love Angela in this book. I love Valkyrie in yep. this book. I love Destroyer in this book. Throg, I could kind of do without. He's He's, he's fine, kind of, he but is the, one of the, the problem is, is that you throw in Throg, you throw in Thunderstrike, you throw in... Um, Executioner. Scourge. Scourge. And I'm like, uh, now you're just trying to be funny, you know? Right. Um, Do we mention who this is written by? That Cullen, Cullen Bond. I will say he... I know your complaint for him is that he feels like he writes the same character voice with everybody. I felt like everyone had their own voice. For the most oh, part. Good job, Cullen. Hey, you he did what he other writers are able to do on a regular basis. But I thought it was great. No, when I read it, they all sound the same. Except They all sound four. like Roger to me. <laughs> 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 My issue was I didn't like the whole Valkyrie and I think Annabelle thing. It kind of felt really like Enchantress to me. That whole thing. And I was just oh. like, why are they why are they doing that? Why is Valkyrie in Sharing a body with another. Why are you doing that? It just that? reminds me of the old school Thor, where he's That's like, "Where's annoying. my cane? <laughs> I gotta find my cane. I can't turn into Thor without yeah, but, a cane." but he he had he had he like was aware, right? Where this character is not aware of what's going on when she's Valkyrie and when she's the other Annabelle. They're not aware. Oh, this. So is it's like I, I gotta say, this is the thing that got me, me right now. They pulled the same thing that they did in Infinity War the movie, where Nebula is like, "Hey, I killed all the the." Uh, dwarves and not Navalabir. I can't even say that right. Yeah, and, and I don't think anybody can. It made him make right. a weapon for me. Like, yeah, this is a very cliche. Like, let me make a, uh, a movie version, a comic book interpretation of the movie. Yeah, but instead of Thanos, be Nebula. Yeah. So it's 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 an okay book. It's a good book. 
better I, than you know Batman. when I when I was a kid <laughs> when I was when I was reading comics uh, at, at the start back in the seventies there were there were some villains that really that I mean, you were just afraid of you know right um, like. Uh, for me, it was Annihilus from the Fantastic Four. Makes sense. Um, Doctor Doom, uh, Omega Red. Oh, mm. I love Omega you know? Red. Um, and the Destroyer. Something about tentacles. You know is really the creepy. Destroyer. Did you know Omega Red is in Deadpool too? Yeah. I didn't was know that until we watched the Blu-ray, the and I was just cat. like, Oh my god! because yeah, I love Omega Red. But I was, you prison. know, the Destroyer was such an imposing villain and it was right. you know it's kind of like this possessed god armor and like it an was Asgardian like, to golem me, right that just yeah kept and coming it, it just moves it's and it's like a a space juggernaut i guess i would actually say yeah like, it doesn't stop and yeah. in this one you know at the end when it just kind of opens up and loki pops out it's like that's nah, not scary at all. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it was a very lackluster ending. And then he has a cliche. It's like, I want what Nebula wants because I want to destroy. I got my own plans. I got I'm my like, own plans. I'm like, really? You always do that. And that's the reason why, they have been, that's why the Avengers <laughs> got assembled because of you. You always have your yeah. own plans. I'm like, give yeah. me another villain. I w- it would have been great if someone else was I in thought, it. I thought, yeah, the, the payoff at the end of this book was just. It fell so flat for me, right. and I was like, "Man, you guys just killed the destroyer." I am excited that they gave Angela another comic esque for a, like something because I think she's a great character and would be great to read if they gave her a chance. But who's the ass guardian of the galaxy? <laughs> I'm gonna it's go an with guardian. That's a <laughs> throg. Nah, it's Scourge. Um. <laughs> Scourge had M16s. The other thing is... I I really like Angela, too, Dave. I really do. And I wish I'm still waiting for them to really kind of um, elevate her status in in the Marvel Universe. Right. Um, They haven't been able to do it yet. And I know there's... Dude, there's so much great storytelling there. She had a good story. You know who's got to do it? With Valkyrie and stuff. Donnie Cates. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. Donnie Cates, obviously, but that man's already writing everything. Or Gaiman. I was just about to say, Neil Gaiman, since he's a freaking right. creator. Yeah, bring you Gaiman she, back. She he had would, a good run with, uh, I think it was a secret, in, uh, so what was that, Secret Wars story, maybe? I can't remember, but it was uh, Angela Queen It was of Secret Hell. Wars. Yeah, yeah, Angela Queen of Hell. That was a great story. Yeah. yeah. And I love that they kind of kept it, but then they, they were just like, man, we're done. Yeah, and that's, and like, that's the last we saw of her until now. So. Yeah, it yeah. was a good read. She was badass in that. I don't like how they kind of like threw in the whole Thor family line. Like, I'm okay with that. I, I, I do think she should have been her own character. She should be her own. Yeah. You don't throw an, another character into I the Thor probably, family line. And I'm sure they did that just to give her like some some kind of support. It's like street, we can't just like... Street cred. Yeah. Be like, in the Marvel Universe. Like Marvel approved. Yeah, but Thor she, she could stand on her own. if she had been brought into this world and now she, you know everything to her was foreign. Right. Yeah. You know, stranger she, in a strange land. Right. She would have had yet, a good event. And yet with goddess level powers and then have the Asgardians trying to like, man, who is, she's like us, but she's not like us and she's oh. not up here. I'll tell there you There was some now. good storytelling there. She yeah. could have been the villain for Original Sin instead of Nick Fury. Be like, who killed the Watchers? Like, boom. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Had the rake a good boom. reason. Yeah. Um, We'll go for um, a four. I liked it, except for, like, my issues with Valkyrie and then Angela being in Thor's line. 
Jonathan? I didn't read it. Oh, right, right, right. I just was thumbing through it. He gives it a five. No, I, I, I'd probably <laughs> just give it Dave? like a two and a half. Oh, I give it a three and a half. Okay. Yeah. It was still good. I, I enjoyed the it. The cover is like a four and a half. Oh, uh, yeah. That's I mean, mostly why I went out before. That's a dope cover. But the main hero needs to pop up more, though. I'm just saying. This Throg. <laughs> Throg is like in the corner <laughs> the of the cover. He's a frog. <laughs> he's small. He should be on someone's head, though. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this uh, the comic review part up by saying this was not my week for comics because this is. Oh, like I agree. Two and a half at best. I didn't enjoy, really enjoy any of the books this week. So. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And it, it Dang. could be. That could be directly related to the fact that I was able to read all of the comics on Tuesday. Mm. And oh. Tuesdays are brutal. Yeah. So I, I may not have been in the frame of mind to really enjoy these books. Right. Or that just shows how bad these books were because of the fact just, that they yeah. couldn't pick you up, man. Yeah, they were really quick reads. Yeah. Because both in the case of uh, Asgardians of the Galaxy and, <laughs> and Batman, I think those books were both phoned in. Right. I guess, you know. And that's sad for Asgardians being a and number one. Say, John. Well, Bully Wars, <laughs> there was actually a lot of thought put into it. And yeah. and he's doing something there. It's just not my book. And Asgardians is a tie-in, so you can't really expect a tie-in to actually have something good. I don't. When was the last time a tie-in was still good? Well, like, this is a miniseries, right? Yeah. It, it's a, it had, yeah. What, had, it's yeah, tie-in, so I, I assume I it's got to be it, four or five issues. I don't think it's ongoing. Yeah. Unless Colin Bunn. Well, like, I don't know that it's necessarily a tie-in because it doesn't it doesn't have the Infinity Wars banner on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it says it right there. I mean, what was that one book that he made into an <laughs> ongoing? John didn't even Unleashed? read it, and he knows that. Yeah, <laughs> Monsters Unleashed. He made that go from an event to an ongoing, so maybe he has power to make this one go. <laughs> so who knows? It was it was a good book. We shall yeah. see. Yeah. Let's let's go to lightning rounds. Who has okay. something to talk about? Anybody? Or we can skip it. Yeah. Oh, hey, no. Yeah, I've, I've got a lightning round. Right, I'll try and make this really quick. We've actually... Okay. Sorry. He, he's actually going to put me on the clock like that does any good. Uh, I usually do put everybody on the clock, yeah. but it never does any good. So I don't know why as I long go. As, well, as long as I can see the screen. Oh, I'm eating into my own time. Okay. So Teresa and I are thinking about making some fairly radical changes at the shop uh, as far as our hours of operation go we have a survey that's currently in the shop that we would uh, love for you guys to come by and fill out we've got a you know i haven't seen the survey yet that, yeah it's, it's on the desk up there already oh. filled um, out. but then again i have so, a week uh, <laughs> please come into the shop uh fill out a survey we want your feedback um we don't we don't ever make changes uh especially drastic changes like like we're planning lightly um and and i want your feedback so please uh come in fill out a survey uh give us your thoughts that's all i'm going to say you got to come into the shop to find out what it is boom under the minute by three seconds yay dave i i was the the, the like utility guy for today i literally got asked today so i don't have anything to talk about i can't think of anything heather um, sure. Go. Sure. All right. So I coach soccer. So if anyone wants to, like, help us out with uh, refereeing, taking referee classes so our team can earn points. You know, we got uh, my boys team, the Guardians of the Galaxy. We won the banner contest. Thanks, Roger, for helping with that design. 
Boom. I've got Ian's mm. son on the team, so you know it's a good team. And then well, I've it was got your design. I just made it happen. On true, Photoshop. true, true. And then I've got the girls' team, Jungle Crew, and you know we to get the playoffs, we need points. It doesn't really matter how good these kids are. We need points. So if anyone wants to come take referee classes or anything, uh, contact me. Let me know, and I will get you that info. It's all free. You don't have to pay anything. It's just your time. You know, and you'll help these kids out and help our team out because, yeah, we want to win because the Guardians can go all the way. So can the Jungle Crew. All right. <laughs> Boom. I think, David, you must have had just a, a brief mental lapse, but I think you wanted to tell everybody that Batman Day was coming up a week from tomorrow. Oh, yeah, guys. Here Batman at the Day shop. is a week from tomorrow here September at the shop. 15th. September 15th. And that we're actually going to have Batman. We are going to have Batman. In here. In here. Taking pictures with the kids. Taking pictures with the kids. And oh. we'll have, like, masks and gloves and capes for the kids to we'll be have masks, Batman's gloves, Robin. Cakes for kids to be okay. Batman, Robin, I maybe mean, a Harley Quinn, a Joker. Who knows? Unfortunately, know. we, we do we have be Harley Quinn masks. Masks. There you not, go. Not Joker masks. Do you have Murder Out here? Crime um, Alley? Do you know? Okay, his Crime Alley's up. out that way. Yep. Thank you for thank you for time <laughs> up. For, uh, there Good you job. Go. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Shane. Because I I've been meaning to Google this for two months since we decided to do this Gotham Street scene vibe back here. Shane informed me last week that this Batman Day actually falls on the date of Thomas and Martha's death. Death. Wow. Dang. September 15th. Wow. So, so bring your is, flowers. This pay is respects. the first, you know, it's only because they'll do it. They only do Batman Day on Saturday. So once every, what, seven or eight years? Yeah. yeah. Six or seven years. Does, does that happen? My dilemma right now is do, do I put the chalk outlines yes. in the morning when the kids show up? <laughs> Or <laughs> yeah. If it was my kids coming, yes. Because Shane would totally soccer, play that so. up. Shane would, Shane would, you know, he would be like crouched over the chalk outlines, kind yeah. of no. sobbing silently. Oh, man, what? what which oh, one, was hey, it? kids. I'm Batman. <laughs> no, you got to do that. Uh, what was it? Uh, Doc Strange? Hugo Strange uh, monologue in Arkham City? Was it? Where he lands on Crime Island and he's just like, oh, tell me about the time that you were just a little boy and witnessing the death of your family wow. you got to get a child actor to play yeah. the part and oh, get great. some pearls and toss them that'd on the great. floor yeah well yeah that would I make my day at least i mean yeah chalk, but i'm sure you got yeah. some blood i mean your cats have been scratching all over just save oh, some yeah. of the blood and that'd be great so anyway <laughs> saturday september 15th 10 a.m batman here I will bring the kids. I'll miss the Batman, but I want to see the chalk outlines because I want a picture of them. I want to like lay in Martha's and be like, yeah. Definitely have that for Saturday night. That'd be great. I think. No, tomorrow night's our Texas Hold'em tournament. Next week we'll probably be playing D and D. So. I saw that. I'm. I might. I might roll up for on a Saturday night now. Twenties on. on Martha's. <laughs> Dang, you're just like. <laughs> as long as it doesn't go till friggin' midnight again. No, it, it won't. Good we we actually talked about that. Oh, good. Because I was just like. Yeah. Oh, man. Starting earlier, too, now, all the characters are all 
Yeah, and we'll probably break it up into two groups because the nine, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I told Blake. I was a just campaign like, campaign party dude. of nine in D and D is unwieldy, especially yeah. first night when you're all rolling characters and stuff. So you gotta take um, it easy. We'll we'll make some changes. All right. I haven't um, played D and D for I years. Any, I've I've been doing nothing but training all week, so I really don't have anything interesting to talk about. Um, talk about Burt Reynolds died. Oh man! Why so did you have to bring sad. it down like that, man? Because that is so sad. Yeah, um, but we're gonna go ahead and go over to uh, really. highlights. <gasps> it's a fact of life. Plus, everybody right. dies. He, he was sick. He lived a good life. He did. He did the Cannonball Run. He was Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Or yeah. the Bandit from Smokey and the Bandit. He will live forever. Right. Wasn't he? Who's the Bandit? Right. Yeah. Oh my God! Christian showed me a, like a cartoon picture of death at a at a like claw machine and Duff is like Keith Richards Keith Richards oh Burt Reynolds <laughs> oh. oh 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 that's so harsh like, I, have, I have to get Christian to send you that? the picture yeah, I don't know death you know yeah, death, I know death he's is. sitting there and he's all Keith Richards Keith Richards Keith Richards oh Burt Reynolds the guitarist from Rolling Stones oh my Stones. god the guy who cannot oh, die that guy okay he's been smoking he, for like yeah. 70 years Looks who got hit dirt. with a coconut and lived <laughs> Who yeah. was the comedian that was like, you know what's going to be there at the end of the world? Cockroaches and Keith, Keith Richards. Richards. And he's okay. like, I used to smoke you guys on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> All right. Now I get it. I'll have to All have right. Christian send you that picture. That was a terrible British accent, by the way. And I'm sorry. <laughs> it was. It, was it, it probably really sounds ap- like him now. I though, so. really <laughs> apologize. All I know anyway. is that he's the dad of Jack and, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Yes. yes. Yeah. That guy. Yes, that guy. He can't With die. With weird fingers. He, he can't die. I know. That's creepy. Yeah, that's what happens after you've been playing shredding for 50 years. It pretty much. All right. uh, So for our highlights, next week we are going to be reviewing from Marvel Fantastic Four number two. Have to. That would. Yeah. This is supposed to be the book with the Fantastic Four. Why did you have me for next week? Why did you have me for next week? That would have been great. I know. I would have enjoyed it now. <laughs> just, just tell Kayla to stay home and you come. I know, right? Be like, hey, stay. So I don't know about DC. We'll see. Uh, I think House of Whispers. Um, the Sandman book? I mean, we just, it, it's fine. I mean, we can We do just that. reviewed Fantastic Four, though. I, <laughs> all right. All right. Roger we'll likes take Fantastic in. Four. House of Whispers. <laughs> I mean, that, I, yeah. It's the okay. only number Why one. Not? Yeah. When was no. the last time you guys done a Wonder Woman? It's been a minute. Maybe throw in a Wonder Woman. Uh, I would say review Wonder Woman when G. Willow Wilson takes over. Oh, that's actually good. Okay, never mind. That's They're that's saving it. Um, yeah. Because right now it's um, Mr. Lackluster Come himself. On. No, he's close on. enough. Um, I should know because I'm reading it. Are they up here yet? What's no. I don't, I don't know. Jim, 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 listening, so. No. 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 Ask her. I, I don't know where they're at. Right I just now. know that mm-hmm. they're. He was writing Supergirl. Now yeah. he's writing this. Oh, oh, Orlando. Yeah. Orlando. Orlando. Joe? Go Orlando Steve Orlando. Bloom. Steve Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's real hit or miss on some stuff. And so I start giving a crap about his Supergirl run. Like after the first story arc, I was right. like, uh, I don't like this anymore. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Uh, so maybe I just convinced Roger to do House of Whispers. <laughs> which will be fun. Sweet. Uh, and then we're doing a indie book called Cemetery Beach. Sounds is that correct, fun. Roger? Yes. What is that about? Sorry, as you're going outside to... I have no idea. 
Okay, sounds good. Do we know who the creative team is? Those are the best ones right there. Do we know who the creative team is? Okay, we're gonna find out. And then, um, Cemetery Beach. He's gonna find out right now for us. That sounds very interesting. It, it well, it's a beach of cemeteries. It's right up my alley. Wow, got a little dark there for me, Heather. You have no idea. <laughs> I follow Crime Scene Cleaners Inc. I, know. I see the things you post on Facebook on a regular basis. <laughs> Every time I see one, and I'm like, wow, she you, is just. You should see going my down bookshelf that road. at home. I have so many crime, true crime story books with like actual crime scene pictures in it. Oh, I, and I bet. like I've seen all the celebrity yeah. death pictures. Oh my God! Written by Warren Ellis and Jason Howard. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. So there's that. This will be awesome. Cemetery Beach. Add it to your pull list. If you love Warren Ellis's trees, injection, and transmet- transmetropolitan. Enjoyed Mad Max's Fury Road's pulse-pounding plot points. Are looking for a story with similar world-building to Kirkman and DeFelici's Oblivion song. Don't miss out on Warren Ellis and Jason Howard's Cemetery Beach number one. You won me <laughs> over with Mad Max. Right? I'm down. It's the same creative team from Trees, so the art will be really pretty, too. It looks pretty. I don't know if that's Jason Howard's art on that. I mean, it, it yeah, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that is the cover for number one, is but it? I'm not sure. If, it's, if it hits his art, that's the cover art. Um, so, yeah, that should be good, then. All right, moving right along. Uh, go ahead and tell us about our... Um, Graphic novel that you discovered and fell in love with. Oh, of course, of course. I liked Evil Empire too, but Bomb Queen was just that much better. Okay, a little setup here. <laughs> um, we Heather was because because I, I was behind. I asked Heather if she wanted to be on the podcast with very short notice, along with like the next two guests, I think. Not as, as short, short notice as, as you. <laughs> yeah. Because, hey, Dave came in to pick up his pull at like five. Hey, Dave, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. You want to be on the podcast? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I forgot Johnny was like. Because it took he, me a bit of two because I had to think. It's like, do I really have nothing planned? Okay, cool. Yeah. i got to make sure because I don't want to be like, yeah, sure. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> but for Heather, I was like, okay, well, we got to pick a book. And she was like, uh, I want to do Evil Empire. And I'm like, no, you don't. You want to do Bomb Queen. And she's like, no, I don't. I don't know what Bomb Queen is. And I'm like, trust me, it's a Heather book. And she's like, uh, I don't know. So I was like, read them both and you pick. Of course I was right. So you we still reviewed weren't Bomb right Queen. about Rachel Rising, though. Still not my I, book. I think, you were in a, I think you were in a funk when you read that book. You were. I read the first two. And like, I'm like, um, um, uh. You were in a multi-phase <laughs> funk. That book is amazing. It is. I'm just saying. <sighs> Anyway, Maybe I'll pick it back up. Tell us about Bomb Queen, Heather. All right, so Bomb Queen. All right, I'm going to read the back because I just love what the back says. There are some places in the world that you should not visit. Welcome to Newport City. For over a decade, the citizens of Newport City have bent to the bloodlust and sexual perversion of the supervillain dictator. But that changed when a hero came to town and challenged the rule of Bomb Queen. Proof positive you get the government you deserve. Not for trillion or squeamish adults. This is definitely not for children. Or squeamish adults. Yeah. So Johnny shouldn't read it. Bomb Queen is just, it's amazing. All right. You got to understand that in Newport City, originally there were four villains 
the queens. They wiped Who out. Who were they? I don't ice remember. Queen. There's ice, ice queen, queen, drama queen, drama queen, scream queen, scream queen, and bomb, and queen. bomb queen. Yes. I don't care about the other three because, yeah, they wiped out all the heroes, and then the three of them turned on bomb queen, and she wiped them out because she's bomb queen and she's that awesome. This book has everything. There's there's nudity. <laughs> there's bombs. It's just that amazing. I love it. And there's one panel where he takes it too far. Which panel is that? Because <laughs> no, there, there's one. Well, there's one panel where uh, there's a reference to incest. And oh that, yes, that one. That, that was, one is kind of like, but then here's the thing. What did you just do? Here's the thing. Does she mean it? Does she when she says "daddy"? Does she mean it in father-daughter relationship yes, or the? Like are you sure? She meant it like that because there are people who who role play that and they have that dynamic. That's so far outside of my normal thinking that I'm I'm like, uh, what? But look, I actually I like this book. Um, I've always liked this book. I like Jimmy Robinson. I think he's 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 a very capable uh, comic writer. I love his art style. This is a one man show. It's definitely not for kids. Not for the faint of heart. It's over the top, jump the shark, in your face. Uh, I'm going to challenge you to be offended or not be offended. You know, that's what this book is. Yeah. Um, Mostly, I find it playful and fun in in an adult sense. But it's... It's not for everybody. I, I actually like it. I, I, I loved it. It was the best ever. And, like, I would honestly live. I would live in a city that she was running. I mean, she's not the mayor. Are you kidding she, me? Seriously. She, no, you got to look at this. She sets up crime sections where crime is legal here. That's all you commit crime at. The rest of the place, safe, easy. No one commits crime there. I mean, you got. I don't this, think that's how this, that works in yeah, the real is, world. It well, it could work if she took over because you got like the the like drug dealer. He's all like, he's all like, I stick to my sector that I'm supposed to. That's where we do our crimes and stuff. We don't go out our sector and commit the crimes. So what the heck, you know? And that that would be perfect. You get crime no in certain sectors. Rules like that. No one follows rules like that. People no, always but if you, jump into other people's territory when true. it comes like that. Every movie about drugs is like that. True, but in the really 80s, in the 80s, the Crips and the Bloods did have things where it was really? certain things. You're going to throw yes. Crips and Bloods in this? Okay, I grew up in a neighborhood run by the Bloods, and that's how it was. <laughs> so, yes. Like, okay. they ha- in the 80s, they, they had respect for each other. To a certain extent, and they had certain sectors where it was like, okay, that's that's their territory, and that's where crime happens. We're safe over here. Okay, well, I'm gonna throw this back Death. into the comic. This comic <laughs> was garbage. <laughs> there you go. It's trash. I will that's, be the opposite okay. end of this. It is trash, and the only reason why maybe it might be because I did read it like literally in half an hour because of the time that I had, mm. but I was not feeling it. 
the art was great. <laughs> Story was a little cliche, kind of like we need a hero to to save the city. I'm like, okay, cool. You have a hero. You have a you have a villain that has the worst costume ever. What's the point of the outfit? Yeah, there's nudity. Cool. I'm an adult. I can deal with that. Yeah, there's offensive stuff in there. Cool. I can deal with that too. But it's not needed. You know, I wasn't digging well, his in, his interpretation. His humor was cool, funny, but it was it was over the top. And like we talked about it earlier, it's like it's just not my cup of tea. Right. It may not be a cup of tea for other people. That's true. But still bad. And this well, and this this is a book that has absolutely no intent to take itself seriously. Right. Yeah. So, it, but yeah, it's one of those things where maybe maybe it just caught me on the wrong day. But I was like, nah, this, this thing was bad because I even said like eight pages. No, I'm in, pretty I'll, sure this is not this is not your book. It's yeah. not it's not a book for Johnny. Johnny looked through. He was in here uh, earlier today. He looked through it and I was like, yeah, I'm glad I'm not reviewing this. Right. And I'm <laughs> like, no, I. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it, it's it's for a certain if you certain like, people. You know, Heather, <laughs> there's <laughs> at some point next time you're going to be on. Which I mean, we're booked up through the end of the year, so mm-hmm. I think it's probably going to be next sometime winter. next year. Have you ever been introduced to Tank Girl? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I I saw the, the, the I yeah, and I saw the movie and I seen oh, the comics okay. and oh okay, Tank Girl's awesome. Tank, I mean, I because Tank Girl, because I was, I was like, <laughs> I wanted to be Tank Girl when I saw the movie. I mean, I shaved my head and well, I didn't is, shave my head after seeing the movie, but I shaved it later on. <laughs> compared to Tank Girl, yeah, Tank Girl is. I mean, she is. She's off the charts, renegade. And just and to be clear, Tank, T A N K, Tank Girl, yeah, not yeah. what you were thinking. Tank, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so I, well, I don't know. Okay, I yeah. thought I was. Yeah. I thought maybe I was going to broaden your horizons again. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Nobody. No, my my brother. <laughs> <laughs> my brother gave Sorry, me a me couple a Tank Girl comments I was looking to read. Yeah, he gave me a few okay. of those to read. No, I haven't read I all it. of them, but I read a few. I, it took me a second, but I got it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, and I Tank Girl pushes it a little far for me yeah because i'm like uh because you know, i think everybody has their buttons like and for me in this book it was one panel yeah because i was like dude you did not have to go there that's yeah really that's really bad that's like i'm gonna i'm just i'm gonna which is probably I'm why i go the other way with it at least once i'm gonna try and offend everybody if, if I don't, if, if I don't offend <laughs> less than five percent of the population, then I've done my job, kind of. Or, you know, Tank Girl, Tank Girl, kind of goes to offend, tries to offend ninety nine percent of the population. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I do. I, um, I I like Jimmy Robinson. I like his I like his uh, character designs on the book. His costume designs. I don't know, because I mean, I like the, the costume designs for most of the characters here. I just don't. I'm like, really, this hero or this yeah. villain's like assless chaps. Like, yeah, really, yeah, it's not needed. Yeah. And it's just because again, that's one of my things. Was like, you don't have to make the the girl can be completely naked. I don't know if they're trying to be like, and I would say rather than like that, rather but, than anybody spend money, you know, on on these comics or trades, just. 
do a Google image search. Right. And you'll know, you'll know whether or not it's for you. Yeah. And I think, I think if you look up on like Amazon, they give you like a couple page samples. Okay. Like, I think it's Amazon or Barnes and Noble and stuff. Like if you find it on there, they give you like samples of like, this is like two pages from the book and stuff. So, um, yeah. Anyway, David half, uh, one, or is it like, uh, is it like pushing one? I'd give it a one. Yes. I'd give it a one. I don't think I could ever go down to a half because I have like there's because uh, even the one comic that a I didn't like is, is, to me it, it would be like Alien Toilet Monsters. I, th- I I almost want to say I gave Alien Toilet Monsters a higher grade than this, but because uh, I was there when that came out. Um, I want to say I'll give it a one. Okay. Because I don't a half really you'd have to make me a half for me is literally I did throw it away. That is uh, like Jonathan's version of Age of Ultron. Yeah. Okay. So it's a five. Five. That's a five. I loved it. Another another five star recommendation from me. Then (laughs) Um, I I give it a four. I I really like Jimmy Robinson's uh, writing. I think he's got. I think he's he's an exceptional talent for comic writing, as far as timing and layouts and stuff like that. Um, And I I I really like his art. I he's really actually. Did. I think he's gotten better as an artist, because there was another book that this he did is for the, Image. Yeah, I couldn't think. I didn't Google it. I I, could, uh, I, I knew I knew that he had, but it was, it was a, originally a miniseries, and then he went ongoing for a while. And I read the first story arc. Right. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but I remember thinking like, oh, he did this other thing called Bomb Queen. Yeah, that doesn't look like it's my thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I like the guy. I like his art, his yeah. writing. This is super over the top, and you know, every now and then for me, that scratches the right itch. So, uh, four stars. Where's Jonathan? that leave us? That leaves us at trivia. Matt's coming. <laughs> we have for last week um, the winners of the comics. Uh, the, for the question that we selected is going to be Bryce Smith. Thank you for your question, Bryce. Uh, I don't know what it is yet, but it's really good, Matt tells me. And then um, the winner for the graphic novel, which is the hardcover edition of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Human Machine, goes to James Mason. Good day, mate. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. Invisible Girl. I don't think you had your mic. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't remember what your exact question was, but that was, it was the what, what was, was Sue Richards' original it, name, superhero name? It was Invisible Girl, Bam. and then they said she's not a girl; she's a woman. Well, well, they changed name. it after she got married. <laughs> she like became she became a woman. She leveled up. So go yeah. figure that. <laughs> All right. So again, a, it's a backup story about her. It's cat. beautiful. Yeah. It is. It is wonderful. All right, I, and I'm I'm very much a cat person. <laughs> So thank you, Bryce, for writing in with your questions this week. Again, if you have questions you guys want to stump the panel with that are comic book related, you can send those questions to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com. And please label it trivia question, and please provide four multiple choice answers and note the correct one so don't have to do some Google searching. So let's see if uh, Heather or Dave can get on the board this week. You know, Let's get some points up in here. All right. Let's make um, it happen. 
the question this week. If, by the way, if you know the answer, do not say it out loud. You will go last, so you don't I ruin it for everyone I need the phone of friends. Else. Yeah, exactly. You don't get it 50-50. <laughs> All right. So, which character does both Marvel and DC own the creative right to? Your choices are A, Kismet, B, The Access, C, The One Above All, or D, The Presence. Can you repeat the first part of that question? Does Which character does both Marvel and DC own the creative right to? Basically, they both own this character. Yes. And does so anyone know it? it okay, uh, no. one more time with the A okay. through D because that, A this is is Kiz Kismet K I S M E T. Kismet's destiny. Sure. Uh, B the access. C the one above all. Or D the presence. Those sound like really bad '80s bands names. Heather, do you have an idea? I'm gonna go C. The one above all. It's yeah. gotta be A. I'm going with B. They sound Is like that the axis. Roger, you're taking which one? A. A. Kismet. Dave, you're taking which one? The axis. B. The axis. Okay. okay, Jonathan. I'm taking A. A. Kismet. And Dave is on the board. The answer is the Axis. Bryce put some context. It says the Axis is a character from a post DC's versus Marvel comic series that ran in 1996, created by Dan Jurgens and Ron Mars, and owned by Algamem, whatever Amalgam. the Algamem, yeah, comics. Amalgam. This yeah, Amalgam, excuse me. character was used by the brothers, one brother representing Marvel, the other representing oh, DC. Oh, that's right, because it was the it was yeah to keep I them from merging into one mega universe of conflict. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I've read some of that. Yeah, Killer question, Bryce. That was a good question, yeah. Bryce. Yeah, I was I totally <laughs> not reading comics when that happened. I <laughs> bet Larry would have known the answer. So Maybe, that's all I got. I, don't know. I, I literally went with the one that just sounded like the most normal response. Yeah. I'm well, like, when that just said, sounds like when Jonathan word. said Destiny, I was like, oh, well, I know Destiny's a Marvel character. Maybe it's Kismet. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. I was just the one above all. Good job. That was a good guy. That stumped you guys. Yeah. So keep now it up. I, feel I just won by luck right hard. there. <laughs> I should have known that. Bryce stumped this hard. Yeah. yeah. So if you guys want to stump the panel, please, again, send your questions labeled listener que- or trivia questions. Sorry. To contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com for multiple choice uh, selections <laughs> yeah. and note the correct one. Thank you. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Listener question? Oh, which one did we decide to go with? I think we decided to go uh, with the one we were talking about on the Twitch feed. Which one True, was that? or you could go which, the uh, it, uh, Was it Asgardians? It was, yeah. yeah. That was the one you were talking Sorry, about on the Twitch like, feed. Okay. okay. So, um, if you want to win the graphic novel from this week and are 21 years of age or older... Answer answer the following question. How are you going to check that? Uh, I don't know. Send a copy of your ID. I don't know. (laughs) If if Zoe enters, uh, no, she doesn't get an entry. Um, Even 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 if you're her mom. Um, Okay, so uh, Angela was originally a character that appeared in the Spawn universe was created by Neil Gaiman. 
And she came into the Marvel Universe after Gaiman won the uh, intellectual rights. property rights a to the character. Lawsuit, what, 2012? Yes. What I want to know is which comic issue, which specific title and issue was Angela's first appearance in the Marvel Universe? This should be freaking easy, guys. I think we've, we've probably hit on this before, so if you're a long-time listener, you may recall I hate this the series. answer to that question. Jonathan's dropping hints. Okay, so Massive if you know the answer to that question, which, which series and issue number was Angela's first appearance in the Marvel Universe, send your response to contact at allstarcomicspodcast.com, and you can win a, 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 a pretty off-the-hook graphic novel. Boom. Oh, yeah. That, Pass well. the baton. Uh, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share. I know. I'm just scooting forward, Matt. Um, did we? Did you check and see if we had any reviews? No? Didn't see anything? Okay. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, like, and share. Like I said, uh, we love that stuff. We'll give you a shout-out. Um, last week, we got a new one. Um, I, sh- I probably should have checked to see if we had a new one just to be safe. If we did, I'll get to it next week. Sorry, guys. Uh, if you want to go above and beyond, you go to patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast. You get on as little as a dollar, which gets you the episode the night that it drops, and Matt finishes doing all of his editing magic. $3 gets you all the Multiversity University episode drops that we do at once. Uh, $5 gets you All-Star Origins, which I believe Johnny's is up now. Mine is, mine is now up for free, guys. Send emails. Let me know what you think to... Uh, what is it? Contact at All Star Comics Podcast. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, obviously, you know, all of those stack up. So whatever level you decide to get on, you get whatever else is beneath it. You know, it, you guys know the drill. We've covered it a bunch of times. Um, if you want to go, or if you guys want to stick around, all you cheapskates that aren't part of Patreon, you can get another new episode of Multiversity University coming up right after we're done. And then if you want to keep up with everything at the shop, like Horizon Comics on Facebook and follow at Horizon Comics on Twitter and Instagram. Roger, I believe, did his final summertime raffle for the CGC. Joey Naminsky uh, one. Congratulations, Joey. Um, if you want to keep up with everything, Matt. Hydra 5-5. Five five. David. Uh, you got the touch. You got the power. Uh, YGTT, YGTP. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Heather. And Heather Bear 4 on everything. And I'm at St. Jonathan, guys. Have a great week. We will catch you next time. Welcome back to Multiversity University, everybody. I am your host, Larry Douglas. Now, uh, last time we began getting into the Silver Age, finally, uh, and mainly talked about The Flash and Showcase Number 4, the first comic book of the Silver Age. Um, now, when we look at the early part of the Silver Age, and by the early part, I'm talking about the period from 1956 to 1960, roughly, uh, 
we're really talking about the history of DC Comics uh, because DC was the one that was really leading the charge on the revival of the superheroes and the increase in comic book sales that were coming about as a result of that. Um, now, and we'll talk a little bit later about what Marvel was doing during all this. But most of that time period was really about DC reinventing and coming up with new, more science fiction type origins for their Golden Age characters, giving them uh, new identities and, uh, you know, new backstories and all that. Um, and uh, DC was so successful with this that. Uh, I've read a statistic. I have not been able to independently verify this, uh, so you might want to take it with a grain of salt, but it just shows how successful they were being. But I have uh, read in an article that um, that by 1960, two-thirds of all comic books being sold were actually DC comics at that point. Now, um, some of the more prominent superheroes that DC reinvented during that time were Green Lantern and Hawkman. Um now, what they did with Green Lantern, the original Golden Age Green Lantern, Alan Scott, he became Green Lantern when he came into possession of a magic lantern. And uh, this magic lantern gave him power, and Alan Scott actually created his own ring, which he used to channel that power. Uh, the requirement was that he had to charge it uh, at least once every 24 hours. Uh, he didn't necessarily have an oath or anything like that, um, but his powers were all based on magic. And uh, I don't know if this was a result of having magical-based powers, but the thing that he, he was susceptible to that his ring could not influence was wood uh, for some odd reason. Of course, the Silver Age Green Lantern, this is when we get Hal Jordan. And instead of uh, instead of having a magic lantern, Hal Jordan gets a ring from a dying alien who we you know now know to be Abin Sur. And uh, and he has this battery which is connected to the central power battery on Oa. And he actually is part of this intergalactic um a police force, essentially known as the Green Lantern Corps, so very much a, a more science fiction-oriented type origin. Uh, Hal Jordan's first appearance as Green Lantern was in Showcase Number Twenty Two, which was the September-October issue of 1959, and um, he wouldn't wait as long to get his own title as the Flash did. The Flash waited almost three years. Uh, Hal Jordan would get his own Green Lantern title uh, in. Um, in August of 1960. Uh, so it uh, took about a, a year or so, a little bit less than a year for him to get his own title. Now, um, Hal Jordan and the whole idea of the Green Lanterns was created by Julius Schwartz, uh, who was an editor at DC and really the driving force behind all of these superhero revivals and the idea of uh, revamping their origins. Um, the the story was actually written by a man named John Broom, who also wrote a lot of the early Flash stories and wrote a lot of the uh, superhero stories for DC during this period between 1956 and 1960. Uh, the art was by, um, was by Gil Kane on that particular uh, issue. Again, another very influential figure in the Silver Age. 
Um, another character that DC recreated was Hawkman. Um, in the Golden Age, Hawkman had been very much like the Hawkman that we see today. Uh, he was Carter Hall. He was the reincarnation of Prince Khufu uh, and, uh, you know, had been reincarnated throughout the ages. It was in the Silver Age that Julius Schwartz came up with the idea of making him uh, this Thanagarian police officer named Qatar Hole, who came to Earth looking for an escaped Thanagarian criminal and then decided to stay here to, uh, to help uh, with crime in, um, in this particular, on this particular planet rather than on Thanagar. An interesting thing about, uh, and by the way, he, they didn't abandon the name Carter Hall. Instead, Carter Hall was Qatar Hall's secret identity. And uh, he was still associated with archaeology. He and his wife, Shaira, um, ended up actually running a museum in Midway City. Now, um, it's interesting that uh, that the new Hawkman was actually created by Gardner Fox. And one of the reasons that's interesting is because Gardner Fox had created the Golden Age Hawkman as well. Um, so he obviously had no problem with, uh, with revamping his own character. Now, Hawkman made his initial debut in The Brave and the Bold number 34, which was the February... Uh, edition of 1961, um, but he did not actually, unlike Green Lantern and The Flash, didn't ever get his own series, but did become a very important character in the Justice League. Now, not all of DC's characters really changed very much. There were some characters that had continued from the Golden Age, and I'm not really referring to Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, although they, of course, had continued. Um, but there were some backup characters that actually had continued since that time, one of them being Green Arrow. Um, now, Green Arrow, during the Golden Age, did not have his own title. He appeared in other titles. He appeared in more fun comics and then later in adventure comics, and he was always a backup character. But as a backup character, he had been continuously published from the time of his initial appearance. It was just that when we talk about the superhero comics disappearing, other than Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, Green Arrow did not have his own title. Um, he was backing up the, the adventures of Superman or Batman or Wonder Woman instead. Uh, but he had continued, and as a result, um, DC didn't really change his character at all. He continued pretty much the same as he had been in the Golden Age. Aquaman was another character who had continued uh, since the Golden Age and had been continuously published as a backup character. Um, now, there had been some changes to his story, but um, again, there wasn't this kind of sudden change and a sudden new origin for him written as there were with some of the other characters. Now, one thing we might want to know is what was Marvel doing during all this time? Uh, of course, Marvel wasn't called Marvel yet. They were called Atlas Comics. Um, and what they were basically doing was looking at DC and saying this superhero thing is just a fad. Stan Lee was the editor over there, and he was saying, you know, I've been through the superhero thing before during what we now call the Golden Age. The superheroes were very popular uh, for a few years, and then they suddenly died out, and that's what's going to happen again. They're going to become very popular, and they're going to suddenly die out. But by 1961, uh, DC was still going strong. In fact, if anything, they were stronger than ever, and Atlas was going to have to look at doing something a little bit different. And uh, that's where we'll pick up with our continuation of the Silver Age in our next episode. <laughs>